We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine. But they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. The YouTube live chat poll for today is the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey relationship real? This is a really weirdly political topic. And people are saying that the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey relationship is a very trendy word, a psyop. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a stupid word. Everything's a psyop. Everything's a psyop. It makes you sound cool when you say it, though. Well, I'm just here to say, because I feel ultra cool when I say this, that I think that the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, psyop suggestion is in and of itself a psyop. Oh, I love this. Well, it is. I think the relationship is real. I think you might be right. Yeah. There's something to materialize. Is it divide and conquer? Get people to rally around something? It's, and Taylor Swift is the biggest thing out there right now, even bigger than Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's fake news. Well, that's go what you on, say. Make your point. I saw Terry last night. I saw Brad's wife last night, and she's like Ryan Reynolds. That's it. <laughs> she was she walking by the house. No, she came to watch <laughs> she, my son play basketball oh. with Brad because they're good coworkers. Where were you? Uh, I was. I was at church. Oh, dang. <laughs> what do you think about that? Did you hear him thinking about it, though? Was, wait, were you really? Yeah. You're, about it. You're a good coworker too. <laughs> I also didn't tell you, nor would I expect you no, to come yeah, to Belleville. No, when you're yeah, like managing my own schedule just barely. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, honey, is it okay if, we, okay if we include Annie's schedule into our calendar from now on? She's my best friend. <laughs> I don't know why she would say no. Yeah, I invited her. She didn't come either, though, did she? Yeah, but you should. T- you, I'll tell you the excuse why later. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this fake thing is. I'm just trying to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, it's working. Okay. Uh, 
Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, is their relationship real? I think it is real. I don't care if it isn't. I don't care if it is. But these are the types of things that many people are interested in because people are super interested in Taylor Swift. Uh, She's a, a, a pop phenom, so you can't be at her level of fame and everything she does is of interest to a large amount of people. It's a bit bizarre, but that's just the way that level of fame works. On a human level, you strip everything away. How would she not want companionship? You know, like you would want a relationship, wouldn't you? I don't know. If I had fame, I think I would just be in love with that. <laughs> if I was that famous, I would feel so much love from so many people that I think I'd be fine. Texting my best friend. No, don't tell her that I said that. Because <laughs> if I continue to progress and get famous, I'm going to have to have her there. Listen. So, listen, and, and don't tell her I said that. Listen. Because that sounded bad. Listen. Yes, people want companionship. Yes, they want to meet somebody. Yes, Taylor Swift has the world on a string, but she doesn't have a boyfriend or she didn't have a boyfriend. And like, if you listen to her music catalog, it seems like she struggled with love. So why, why doesn't she deserve to go out and try to have a boyfriend and have a relationship? She's not going to be with somebody like it, it makes it's Travis Kelsey understands what it's like to be super famous mm-hmm. and to be super good at what you do and to be wealthy. You're not going to just date like this. I'm sorry to all the stage hands out there, <laughs> but I mean, you're not going to just fall in love with somebody like that. It, it doesn't it's not going to function. There's not a balance there. So Britney Spears did. Yeah, that's working out that's great. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what I'm saying? Like, there is an element of of similarity of life that they lead. There's no reason. I don't look at Taylor Swift and go, well, there's no way she would like him. <laughs> and I look at him and I'm like, obviously, he would be attracted to her. I mean, it makes sense. I don't understand why this is so stinking political. And the push to make it political is just too... On the nose, obvious mm-hmm. for me to feel like. I mean, there's something to be gained by making this political, and I do think it's just to divide people. I don't care about if she's there, if she's not there. I do enjoy seeing her. She's cheering at a football game the way you're supposed to cheer at a football game for the most part. For right. somebody who'd be really excited. I mean, when you, I love, I love watching college football when. You've got a running back or a quarterback or somebody who's maybe come back from an injury or whatever, and they show the parents. Mm-hmm. You ever have you ever been watching a baseball game and a guy makes his debut? Oh yeah. And they show the mom and dad. I could cry sitting here thinking about it. They show the mom and dad sitting somewhere in the stands, and their son, who they have watched play baseball since he was, you know, stumbling down first base after spinning in a circle to hit the ball off of a tee, is in a major league baseball game for the first time it's what you dream of the entire your entire life and you show that the, the thing i remember more is the look on the parents eyes when something like that happens and it's like what does that feel like there's something very real and visceral about it maybe the taylor swift travis kelsey thing is a complete and total manufactured pile of dog poo i just don't think it is i don't know that it's gonna last i don't care if it lasts but I think it's real. It's a psyop. <laughs> a psyop, psyop? What I'm disappointed, I'm deeply disappointed because I just listened to you guys talk for the last three or four minutes. 
And now I I got to conclude that you guys are in on the psyop. Which one? The first one, not the second one. So not you think the it's double fake. psyop? You say, you're you're it's, answering <clears throat> your two options today is yes, it's real. No, it's manufactured. You it's, think it's manufactured? It's fully manufactured because I know that you guys are in on it and have been paid to be in so, on it. So. Th- just to be clear on the two psyops. Yeah, that's Psy-op. why I'm here working my butt off when I'm like half dead. Psyop number one <laughs> Don't is- Don't need the money at all. <laughs> Psyop number one is that the relationship is fake and manufactured to get people to vote for Joe Biden? Yes, that's psyop number one. And then psyop number two is is that the psyop- that The real this, psyop. The, yeah, that this thing is fake is a psyop and it's a- way to split MAGA and make MAGA turn against Taylor Swift to get Swifties to vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And I believe in both of those. That's how deeply committed to the PSYOPs I am. Uh-huh. I, like the cashier at Target, am confused. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Let's figure out what I missed. What did I miss? What did I miss? I missed, like, Monday <laughs> and Wednesday. <laughs> You guys can pick what you want to pick off this list. All right, Brad. I I looked at number, I'm going to go with number 19 and and eventually number 20, but James O'Keefe has another video out. Dude, if James O'Keefe is sitting down with you on a date, don't go. Dude, I love that. (laughs) It's so funny because if you see the video, it's just James O'Keefe, but he's got dyed blonde hair. And And glasses. He looks like he's wearing the glasses with the mustache. (laughs) It's no different. It it doesn't look any different. You're like, how does that disguise him? You see him, you go, nope. (laughs) And you Get out of there. <laughs> this person had clearly never yeah. seen James O'Keefe. So, it was like, well, I know James O'Keefe. He's dark-headed. If, you're, if, if you are in anything that is even remotely left-leaning, aren't you disseminating, like, this big piece of paper is James freaking O'Keefe. Yeah. Don't talk to him. Don't go near him. It's on it's on the cork board at every DNC headquarters. He's been known to employ. This is James O'Keefe. Don't lean over and talk to the button, the second button on <laughs> yes, his shirt. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's been known to Come employ. Can you talk to this flower a little bit closer? It doesn't spray, I it's, promise. It's a clown flower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is this is what happened. He got the cybersecurity guy to start talking. It can't be James O'Keefe. He's got a red nose. No, you can I honk don't it. Have it up. <laughs> Is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. But with him... I yeah, mean, I know. I know. He's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely slowing... <laughs> James O'Keefe needs to go... Hey, everybody, quiet down. Yeah. I think that I had two of them playing over top of one another. But basically what's going on in this clip is he's asking him if Joe Biden's going to be president. And he's like, yeah, he's going to be president. He's going to be the nominee. And they're going to have Kamala Harris as his running mate. They can't. They can't um, not. They can't That's not. That's what I've been saying. He he's, also says that Kamala Harris can't keep black staff. No. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Was that in there? Yeah. <laughs> it's in there. Oh, it's somewhere buried in there. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, so all the things that yep. we need to have come true. But Annie, you also said something about you have a theory on who's going to replace Joe Biden. Well, I have a theory on who's going to replace Kamala Harris. And that's who? Michelle Obama. Well, he had something to say on that, too. I love this. I had a meeting with Michelle Obama at one point when I was an intern and someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said no, emphatically. Really? I've seen all the shit my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. 
that does sound like Michelle Obama. I still mm-hmm. don't believe her. I do. The only thing, though, and I've, I've been very consistent on this, I don't think Michelle Obama wants to be the president. I don't think she wants to run for office. I think that what's at stake for the Obama family and the Obama lifestyle might be so serious that the only way to protect it is for her to become the president. Mm-hmm. So the only thing worse than being the president of the United States for Michelle Obama would be not being the president of the United States. So nope. I don't think it's something she would want to do. But I pray, I pray, I pray, Ryan, that you were correct. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Guy in restaurant on date with James O'Keefe says no. Well, here's the thing, though. Whenever he said that, he said, when I was an intern, this was back when the Obamas were in office when he asked her about this, not recently. So There's like, so much and, at stake. Yeah, there's so much at stake. What Annie's, the point Annie's making is that she may not want it, and she may still believe that, but she might feel like she has to. There's a ton of stuff that I do, that I'm like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) But I have to do it because it's what needs to be done. Just get elected and then do like Joe Biden does and don't do anything. (laughs) All right. I got another cut here. This is Megyn Kelly. If you remember, Megyn Kelly did an interview with Donald Trump a while back, but she is giving some insight onto who Donald Trump is as a person. Hmm. The first thing he says to me when I go in there, he wanted to talk once again about that debate question. But then he's like, I hear you pro-Trump now. You're all pro-Trump. I'm like... Okay, I, I, I'm, I try to be fair, Mr. President. Um, and then I sit down to interview him and I ask him some nice questions and I ask him some tougher questions and we get to the part about the indictments and then it's getting a little prickly because those are some tough questions I have to ask. And you can almost see the look on his face, Michael, of like, she is not pro-Trump. She is not all pro-Trump. <laughs> like, what's happening? How did I, What? Ha- why did I sit down across from this person who is not? And then, you know, it landed and it was fine, but that's how... That's the only lens he has, pro me or not pro me. And it, that, I mean, that's why people like me, journalists, fall within his crosshairs and then get out of him and so on and so forth. But like, it's how he sees the world. Yeah, I, she's so right. Yeah. And and that's that to me stuck out because it's like, exactly. That's what you see it with him and you do see it with his most hardcore followers. You are either with him or you are against him. Yeah, but after his presidency, man, I don't even really blame him. That's almost the way you'd have to see everything because everybody was a potential source of leaks and turning against you and your own administration. The press is obviously against you. But if loyalty supersedes principle, that's just what the mob is. Well, I don't know that that's... uh, It might be true of Trump. I don't know that that has to be true of Trump. And I don't know that that's what Megyn Kelly is saying either. I can't handle the, like... Colin Kaylee McEnany names when she's yeah. it's not Kaylee McEnany has I've never seen her come out and be like hypercritical of Trump no she just doesn't she's just not actively aggressively supportive to his liking and he gives her nicknames which means there's something going on behind the scenes yeah he's asked her to do something she has said maybe not right now Mr. President but it's not going to stop me from voting from him I think it's a character flaw on his part and if we, you know, really want to go and start talking about character flaws from people, then, I mean, we can start lining them Three up. Jobs. Remember they told us we were dead, manufacturers dead in America, China was going to eat our lunch? Well, guess what, man? We don't taste that good. Donald Trump should turn that into a campaign slogan for Joe Biden. <laughs> Biden-Harris, we, we don't taste that good. We're stinky lunch people. Got <laughs> old Limburger cheese people. Uh, China didn't eat that. I got one more that I want to hit, and then we can be done with this. But, All right, uh, let's go to it. Um, yeah, this. if you remember earlier in the week, Carrie Lake released audio of the Arizona GOP chair trying to bribe her not to do that. As a result, 
he resigned his position. They needed to have a they need a new chair. Carrie Lake spoke and listen to the reception she got. We don't agree on everything. But one thing we do agree on is the elections in Arizona are a corrupt mess. Can we agree that our elections are a mess in Arizona? You get it. Okay. Yes. You get it. And I know that more than anybody. And President Trump knows that more than everybody. This election is about making sure that our elections in 2024 are run fairly, and there's not anybody in the country who's better at that than Gina Svoboda. That is why I endorse her. Amazing that they got the Princess Bride Boo lady to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Boo! We're going to put you right next to the camera, too. Carrie Lake is in trouble in Arizona. There's a lot of lot of non-warm reception for yeah. her at that at that event. Yeah, and she's going to run for Senate as the GOP uh, GOP nominee and she is in trouble. And the establishment clearly doesn't want her to. What <laughs> what event was that? That was the nomination for the new chairperson. So that's Republicans. Those yeah. are Republicans. Those are okay. her people. Okay. Wow, yeah. That's not good. No. Mm-mm. I wonder if she wins the primary then if it's that hard. But that's also, you know, that's the people who are kind of in charge who are there, so. I don't know. Got a lot of things to work out in the next few months. Let's just check the schedule here. Uh, 277 days left till the election. I think I remember when I had this on here and it was 500 plus days. Mm-hmm. 277 days until election day. 327 days until Christmas. <laughs> just afterwards, don't forget that. All right, let's take a quick break. You can ask us anything when we return. Uh, we always like to answer some of your questions. If you have questions about stuff that we've discussed throughout the course of the week, uh, stuff about our lifestyles, us individually, us as a show, ask them on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. Vote and comment on today's YouTube live chat poll. Is the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship real? Jackie said... Yes, I think their relationship is real, and they are tools of the establishment, whether purposeful or not. That's a very smart way to go about it. Ron said, there should be a third choice in the poll. Do you care either way? Betsy says, I agree that I really don't care one bit either way. I feel there are more important issues to keep my mind occupied, including reality of life. Just saying. Sorry, Betsy. Andy said, for what good reason would you vote anything but yes? Well, you'd have to come tell us. If you would vote anything but yes, Uh, we'll continue to read those for you throughout the course of the show. Go vote. Ask us your questions. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. The YouTube live chat poll for today is the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship real? Yes or no, it's manufactured? Ryan, you said it's manufactured, I think is where you landed. I'm going to say it's manufactured, but not because of politics. I'm going to say it's manufactured because of publicity. But you think it's manufactured? manufactured. You don't think it's a real relationship? I don't know. I think Yes or no? I don't think so. I think it's a, a cheap relationship. Brad? I think it's real. And I think everything around it has been manufactured, but the relationship it's real is organic. Leah? I was going to say earlier, I think it's both. I think it started out as manufactured, and I think now they've actually... You get really to say like yes or no? Which one? I guess I'll say yes. Yes? You think yeah. it's yes. Okay. Uh, Zob says on YouTube, I am. I think the relationship is priceless. But if the Democrats end up using her for their purposes, I will no longer think so. So I guess that Zob is a yes as well. Let's get to some other questions here on the Andy Fresh Show. You have to ask me nicely. Don't make me beg here. Ask me anything. Tell me the truth! All right, we've got some questions from listeners to bandy about the room. The first one <laughs> is from... There will be no <laughs> If you, you guys don't bandy these... You, you first. Then it's going to be boring, so bandy. <laughs> Russell says... Have you sent food back at a restaurant or worse experience at a restaurant? Oh, absolutely. Send food back at a restaurant. How, how common is that for you? Not common, but I like to eat steak and I'm, um, depending on where I go, if you're going to like a pink or no pink place like Applebee's, mm-hmm. um, that's one thing. If you're going to a place that I will order no pink at an Applebee's, but I will order medium at a steak place. Mm. By the way, I asked Max from Andrea's about the Wagyu debate, mm-hmm. whether W-A-G-Y-U is pronounced Wagyu or Wagyu. <laughs> he said Wagyu. He did. Yes. He said it's Wagyu. He said that's how I pronounce it. That's how we refer to it anyway. Okay. So. That's not what our commenters that's said. That's not what we were hearing. Because I, I thought it was Wagyu. But that's the steak expert giving us mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So. All right. Um. Steak is something I will send back if I order it, and it's it's still too mooey for me. And I think that's a I think that's allowed. I think so too. But I I do my best not to send anything back. I have, but it's like when my order is wrong, and it's like they bring it out, and it's like this is chicken, and I ordered steak. Send me the steak. Yeah, like your plate is sitting in the kitchen yeah, somewhere. Yeah. So, but I really try not to. If if I have a bad experience or whatever, I talk to the waiter or whatever, and I talk to them because they're not the ones making the food. Unless, what do you mean you talk to them? What is the alternative? I, I don't yell at them. Oh, okay. I don't. Be- he gives them be- stats about why yeah. they're doing it. Yeah. Like, do you, you know who Brad I am? Berate, you've seen Brad berate the waiters before, haven't you? Oh yeah. When it's they wild. walk up, sometimes he doesn't even give them a chance to set the plate down. He just knocks it out of their hand and says, <laughs> "Go back." I know that's unacceptable because it's the first one. <laughs> oh jeez. That's never happened. I'm a way. total Gavin at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> you are a real Gavin. That's totally not times. accurate. Uh, Leah, what about you? I try not to also, and solely because, I don't know if you've seen the movie Waiting. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. With Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Thank you. Uh-oh. The stuff they do to your food. I when haven't they, seen when it. You, You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anybody in the 
you know, listening has seen it, they know what I mean. I don't so. think that you need to see the movie, though, to know yeah. what happens. To get the concept. If yeah. you send food back in a place that isn't going to respect the fact that you are paying for food that you ordered and they made a mistake, you got to kind of know know your environment there. I am very similar to Brad in this. I don't almost ever send food back just because it's bad. If they give me the wrong order, I'll say, this isn't what I ordered. This was supposed to be soup. Yeah, or whatever. But I, I don't know that I've sent a, a lot of orders back just because, unless it was so bad that it, it was like, yeah. this isn't edible. I, I, there's something very wrong and, here. And in that situation, I don't even send it back then. I just, I don't want anything. Just take it off my bill. And I'll yeah. figure something else out. Yeah, but I'm very it. opposed to sending stuff back, except steak. Steak's okay, because you can always You're paying $45 for, well, and I mean, like, I will eat a medium steak from a, a steak place. Mm-hmm. I trust that they know what they're doing more than I might trust a place that also does steak. Yeah, that's probably true of higher-end restaurants in general. Yeah. That if you're ordering something very particular, and you're there to get that particular thing created in such a way. And they those, those people generally have a higher expectation for what they're putting out to make sure that they they are meeting it's an experience more than it is just a meal yeah exactly all right next question comes from ender this is definitely aimed at brad (laughs) but we could all answer would you rather fight a black bear a grizzly bear or a polar bear and why definitely not a polar bear because then it would be cold yeah yeah and you're just not as limber that's what you're saying right Man. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I was gonna say a polar bear. I, I, I was gonna. I'm man. This one's tough because I want to. I want the one that's gonna end me the fastest because I'm not gonna win any. Isn't of those a black fights. bear the smallest? It is the smallest, but that just might leave you maimed. But I've also seen. Yeah, but what, alive. Yeah, but you'd rather be eaten by a grizzly bear than survive a black bear. If he sees a bear, he instantly goes, "Well, I'm gonna die." <laughs> and that's, so he's just trying to figure out pretty how much he's gonna it. die. Yeah, I, I just don't want to hurt while it's happening. Just make it quick. No. <laughs> No, I guess I'd have to go Black Bear. Best shot. Leah? <laughs> so this is going to sound really bad. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> but my first thought was Polar Bear because it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> you, you like fighting cute things. <laughs> no. yeah. We all know that about yeah. you. Forget the actual question. I just want to fight the Polar Bear. I just want to fight cute. anything cute. Yeah. I want to fight a kitten. I want to fight a puppy. Yeah. Whatever it is. Annie? The little one. Black Bear? I want sh- to shot. Yeah, I guess you could fight a baby version of any of these. Yeah. I would take the baby. Yeah, I'd really like to fight a baby polar bear. <laughs> yes. Teach it a lesson. I would Jeez. too. And that's how I lost my political career. I would not I would not choose polar bear because they would be really hard to sneak up on if I'm getting first hit. Because it depend if they're attacking me, then it's one thing. But if if I've been if it's been determined you will fight one of these bears, then I'm gonna try to sneak up on that bear. And attack it from the side. Why is it harder to sneak up on a polar bear? <laughs> because everything's white. They're gonna see you. Whereas if you're, you're pretty white, dude. If you're, <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break this to you, but you're, you're a, about as white as they come. If you're in a forest, you could like climb a tree and wait, drop down on a little bear. That's where the it. bears are. Yeah. I don't know if you thought this out well. <laughs> and if you had thought it out well, I'd have even more questions. Oh man, this is a thinker. This is from Carlo. It says, what superpower would you wish upon your best friend based on their personality? Oh, my gosh. That is that is not the easiest question to answer. Does any anything come to mind right away? Brian could actually read people's minds. <laughs> I would be much less naive. I'd be like, oh, man, these people intend ill all the time. <laughs> I never would have believed that. For Brad, I would choose 
some sort of super strength because he would just love it. <laughs> he Wait. would just love being the dude who'd be like, oh, you're, you're something's trapped under a car. I'll just lift it change up. Your car, change your tire with no tools. Just lift it up and twist it. Look at the grin on his face. Yeah, he's pretty happy. I'm right. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, right. I would like that. Yeah. Would you use your power of being able to read people's minds for good or evil? Uh, I think I can only use it for good. How? I think it would make, I think anybody who could read other people's minds, it would turn you into an evil person. I'd have to know the logistics of how to do it because if I'm hearing everybody's thoughts all the time, I would probably just go crazy. Yeah. I don't think it's something people would want. No, I don't either. But if you could hone it in, like in any given moment, I'm like, oh, I'm going to find out. Like, focus like Mel real Gibson hard. and what women want. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Like you're in the coffee shop and you're like, I want to hear what that barista's thinking. You're oh, exactly he's just, like Mel he's Gibson. He's just making cold foam. What about Leah? Leah. Any thoughts? Leah, do you have any superpowers you would wish upon your best friend based on their personality? Why? I didn't realize we were each other's best friend. I didn't know we were. <laughs> Leah, we're not. <laughs> I was thinking like best friends outside of here. And yeah, Ryan just, just starts. What do you no, mean? We just pretend to be friends on the air. You okay. know that. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have a best friend, so I guess I'll pick you guys. Okay. And then what would you pick for me? Read like, people's thoughts? Sure. Yeah. Sounds- I don't know. I can't pick. I can't pick one for you, but for whatever reason, <laughs> I'm picturing you doing like the thing where a person puts their arms out and they just spin and they fly in the air. I don't really know what that accomplishes. Ryan. But I think that would be kind of cool to see you do that. Especially in a building. You just like screw right Hit through the, the ceiling? Yeah, you just go right through it. I think Ryan would be fun to give like cartoon powers like the mask. Yeah. Give him those that sort of thing. Uh, Annie, I'd give the ability to manipulate time. Thank strength, you. Strengthen oh, it. Thank you. Shorten it. Ooh, that's pretty good. Fast yeah. forward. Would I get more work down. done or would I nap? It would be all up to you what you no. did with it, but that's what I would give you. What you, a good you friend. Nap. And the then Leah, I'd give, uh, let's see, I would give Leah the power of flight just to be able to fly. Okay. Is that what, kind of what you were getting at too? Kind of, but in a very specific so way. everybody wants me to fly. <laughs> a really useless way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want you to only, I, I'll give you flight, but you got to do it the way I want you to do it. Straight I wish you were up. here to see him stick his arms directly out like he was a T. Yeah. And I thought he was going to say something about a trust fall. Yeah. And then he talked about making her into like a top. Yeah. That <laughs> flies up into the air as if that's a superpower. Yeah, I don't really so know what weird. it does. You well, said you had some questions. Why don't you ask yours? All right, let me pull mine up here. Why are they not pulled up, dude? <clears throat> How many pairs of shoes do you own? Oh, heck. I'll go later. <laughs> Does anybody have an easy answer to this? I've got a lot. I want to say 15. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. I think I have four. <laughs> Is that a little or a lot for That's a guy? Very many. I have four. I have two pairs that I wear on, on a daily basis. Then I have a brown. You wear two pairs of shoes every day? I gotta go Are back you Mr. and forth. Rogers? No, I go back and forth. He wears them at the same time. Sometimes he puts one on How and then the other one on How many V-neck sweaters do you have? Actually, I have done that. What's that? How many button-up V-neck sweaters do you have in the closet at home? Not a whole You lot. have tennis shoes? You got to have church shoes? Do you have a No, set of- I wear the same shoes to church as I do everywhere else. You don't have any nice shoes? I have my nice black shoes and my nice brown shoes. I was going to say, you got black, brown, tennis shoes. And my two everyday shoes. pair that I go back and forth between. What about, like, what do you work out in? Therapy. Same ones as I, same <laughs> my dress blacks. My, my dress blacks. <laughs> Not the same ones as I do everything else. Actually, if you look at my shoes right now, these I was walking around in mud the other night because of my. Yes, yeah, you were. And they're all muddy, but I'm still wearing them. I feel kind of bad about that. Thanks but I did for it anyway. sharing it with everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> Leah, how many shoes do you have? 
Not that many, actually. Shoes were never my thing, so I've probably got... Well, I would say I've got like 15, and only seven of them I actually wear. I don't know if that's a problem with anybody else, but I have a bunch of shoes in my closet that I don't wear, and I need to get rid of. I probably have around 30 pairs of shoes. I, I bet that's not that uncommon. I'm not. They're not. I'm not a shoe person. I, I have a lot of pairs of heels. I hate wearing heels. I really don't wear them anymore. I don't really see the need to. You got rid of the habit too. Mm-hmm. Once you hit 40, <laughs> I got rid of that real early. Yeah. Once you lock down the Once I started woman. wearing shoes. Yeah. I was like, nope, never wearing those. <laughs> um, I have a lot of tennis shoes, too. But they're not, it's not like, I'm not pumped about it. It's just, I have a lot of shoes. Did you say pumped on purpose because it was a pun? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the music ended. God is telling us to go to break. That was good. All right, when we come back, we can uh, answer more of your questions. We're also going to check the news of the day. Um, There's a lot going on this week, but we always at 2 o'clock on Fridays try to do a recap. And it's a little X's and O's, Hollywood Square style. If you've heard us before, excited to have a couple franchise owners of Scooters in with us to play X's and O's. That makes us happy. So Scooters will be here at 2 o'clock. We always invite you to play along with us. And... uh, Recap the week in news. I'm excited to find out what happened this week since I feel like I missed half of it. Because I kind of did. Yep. Uh, the YouTube live chat poll. Is the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship real? Yes or no? Um, let's see here. Amy said, yes, it's real. She's too much of a businesswoman to risk her empire doing something fake. Plus, she doesn't need any of this. Katie says, sure, it's real. Her songs are all about falling in and out of love, so it makes sense that she's really dating him. Whether it's for real love or just song content, that's to be determined. Let us know what you think on the Andy Fry YouTube channel. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So thanks to their woke desperation, Anheuser-Busch's stock dropped faster than Chris Christie in a hot air balloon. So did they learn their lesson? It appears so, because guess who Bud Light is partnering with now? Shane Gillis. Yes, it appears public humiliation works because Bud Light severed ties with Mulvaney faster than Meghan Markle severed Prince Harry's (laughs) (laughs) On the spectrum of regular dudeness, Gillis is about as far away as you can get from Mulvaney without a beer belly transplant. And so Bud announced on Instagram, welcome to the team Shane Gillis, excited to be part of your 2024 tour. And you got to admit, that's a much better slogan than 2023's Bud, the king of beers for queens with <laughs> So why now? Well, maybe they tuned into Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. I feel like you though. should be the new spokesperson. You could turn this around.
They better oh, hurry yeah. up and give me some money or I'm going to start drinking Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shane Gillis is somebody, Brad, you've been talking about Shane Gillis for a long time. Mm-hmm. He does a great Donald oh, Trump. Oh, man, we were watching some earlier, and it's just, he gets everything about it. He gets the breath, the, the little growl that Trump does before he says something. Uh, the, the quirks, the, uh, the quirks, the, like even his facial features change, and he kind of mimics the facial features, and it's so hit the hands. Yes, the thing about Shane that makes me chuckle even more when I see him do a Trump impression is that he giggles at his own impression. <laughs> it's like so good, and he knows he can make Donald Trump say anything he wants because he can do it himself. That he himself is amused by it. But we're going into Super Bowl here in a sun, you know, one Sunday from now, and. I assume we're going to see a lot of Bud Light ads in this Super Bowl thing. Is Shane Gillis going to be in them? So now Anheuser-Busch clearly wants to move on and start selling beer again. They learned two key rules of marketing. Don't insult your core customers. And with choosing a spokeswoman, beer-drinking bros want girls in bikinis. And with Gillis, what better spokesman than a guy who actually looks like he uses the product? A lot. That's how companies laugh all the way to the bank and not the unemployment line. Mulvaney acted like he'd never seen a beer before the ad was shot. But Gillis looks like he spoons with a 30-pack every night. (laughs) Greg Gutfeld here is making the case that we need to move on from the Bud Light thing. And I'm going to ask you guys about that here in a second. Here's the wrap-up. of Elisa Heinerscheid, remember? That's the executive who brought on Mulvaney, once complained that Bud had used too much fratty humor in the past. And guess who handed me my quarter pounder through the drive-thru window yesterday? (laughs) Elisa Heinerscheid. (laughs) I kid, McDonald's is for fratty jerks, too. But you know who likes fratty humor? Beer drinkers, people who enjoy drinking beer, your customers. You're not selling to trans influencers. There's only one, and you used them in the ad. So Bud's doing the right thing and good for them. Maybe our leaders will learn the same lesson. If you insult the people who made you, they can unmake you too. At least now they have a spokesman, emphasis on man, who will make us laugh on purpose. And not because he looks like Audrey Hepburn. Dan says on our Annie Fry YouTube channel right now to YouTube Shane Gillis doing Trump doing speed dating. <laughs> I I am I am 100% all in for companies who acknowledge that they went somewhere they didn't need to go. That the fact that you, Bud Light Bud Light has people who drink Bud Light who are transgender and people who aren't transgender. Bud Light has people who drink their product, who are college frat guys and people who are, you know, high elite Harvard level uh, presidents that are super feminist. Like just I'm trying to think of the most opposite thing as a college frat boy. Lots of different people drink Bud Light. Respect the fact that different people like diversity of, of customer, of client, respect the fact that that exists and don't pit one group of us against another like sometimes you just want a beer and that's what in my opinion this high is it Heiderscheid is that how you say your name I, I the former so. marketing executive. she yeah. is the one who I have focused on laser focused on this entire time she is the problem 
And Bud Light's big problem after the Dylan Mulvaney thing was way not about Dylan Mulvaney. It was about her. It was about the fact that her Zoom call, where she was talking about the the problematic culture of Bud Light, was a big middle finger to everybody who was drinking Bud Light, unless you were in lockstep with her ideological, virtuistic uh, view on society. That's not what drinking Bud Light is about. Bud Light is... You're supposed to be drinking a beer. Forget about all that crap. And we are moving in a direction where people are sick of it. And I, you know, I, last night on Gutfeld Tyrus was on there and he said, he goes, this is, this is not an apology enough for me, for Bud Light. He's like, I want Bud Light to come out and apologize for exactly what they did. I disagree with him on that. I think Bud Light has definitely suffered the consequences of their choice. And I don't think that the choice was Dylan Mulvaney. I think it was that executive. And the idea that we see corporate DEI mentalities that it becomes gospel over everything it's the only thing that matters yeah and that does not exist in a capitalistic society because that is top down if if dei rules over everything if diversity equity and inclusion the only way that that exists is to make the right people feel excluded in order to have successful dei philosophy and process and implementation at the end you must be able to definitively identify the people who are on the outside and that's what they say in the closed door zoom meetings that we're not really supposed to see talking about who the problematic people are what they look like what they do how they act it turns out that the problematic people for that woman are Bud Light drinkers which is why they stopped drinking Bud Light. I don't know what's going to happen next. I am just, I, I think that it's probably part of a midlife crisis that I might be going through. I am not interested in harboring grudges for the sake of harboring the grudge. I'm interested in people learning lessons. Cancel culture to me is a definitive thing. Mm -hmm. Once you've crossed a line, you will never be able to come back. And I think forgiveness is a huge part of it, but you have to be able to learn if someone's going to ask for forgiveness, they have to be admitting that you did something wrong. I think in corporate America and in a capitalistic society, that might look a little bit different than somebody who personally wrongs you. I think Bud Light has done multiple things. And for the record, I get exactly zero dollars from, <laughs> from Budweiser. I'm sitting in St. Louis right now from Anheuser-Busch or anything. I have no skin in this game whatsoever. Wouldn't isn't that kind of the point of conservatism is the idea is to like restore people, bring them back. You know, it's like, hey, you're getting too far over there. We're not interested in that. Come back to the middle of, a, yes. of the country. Just come back to the middle and we'll be cool. But we're not going to play that game with you. Yes. It's like a parent telling the child, stop what you're doing. But once the child stops what they're doing and comes back, then you're like, all right, cool. Let's be let's let's move forward now. And I think if 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 conservatives want to win the culture war, that's what you have to take. You can't just cancel them and throw them in the trash and be done forever. Because if that's the case, then what woke people will do is they will just ruin all the things that you love and force you to kill them. What do you think? Can can you get, I'm a little bit outside of the bubble here. Can somebody explain to me who Shane Gillis is? Is he a known conservative or is he just, no, he's just, he's a comedian. Okay. He was going to be on Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live canceled him because they found something way back when, I mean, it was like a decade okay, before, that. that was like some sort of um, cancelable, egregious Statement. sin yeah. that he that he made. And I mean, like, you could go to every single, I mean, you could go to Saturday Night Live itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, right, cancel it's, yourself. It's Pat 
I, yeah, th- you, that's among many, many of them. Yeah. Oh, man. But Shane Gillis canceled for not being uh, woke enough or whatever, clean enough. He, I, I just think he's a comedian. That's what I love about it. He does. I don't. They don't need to go hire the opposite of Dylan Mulvaney. What they need to do is stop hiring the Ashley Hydershides or whatever she is that are going to go out there and hate the people who need to buy their beer. And I'm not like the people who she was hating on. I'm not really a big beer drinker myself, but I am the people that she was espousing that she hates. And my husband was known to have a Bud Light from time to time or two, and he just became less interested in purchasing those products because it's like, why would I, why would I put money into the machine that hates me? Yeah. Bud Light was my preferred beer. Actually. I'm not a huge beer drinker, but I do like just very, very standard lager. And that is Bud Light. So I've, I've actually been inconvenienced when I want a beer by having to find something else for convenience sake. I hope that this is them turning a corner because I don't want to deal with it anymore. Nobody needs my permission to let go of a grudge, but I am telling you that there are too many things that are so much more important in life than like effectively displacing yourself because somebody it, it's it's everybody's own decision and and the thing about beer is it's such an easy decision to make because it's like you're in the beer aisle you just go 5 feet further down the aisle you've got another choice to make right there in front of you i i don't know i'm not somebody who's in the beer aisle choosing for myself quite a bit but if you like bud light and you acknowledge that what they're doing is a great departure from where they were that is a lesson that will be learned by corporations all over America. Which is great. I think it's a win, or it's at least in the direction of a win. Let us know what you think. Scooters for X. Ex- Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.